Welcome to Creating Real Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Glenn. Today we're discussing what happens when millennials run the workplace. Let's listen in. Okay, Mike, so I know you've had experience with millennials at Kairos, and mm-hmm. uh, are, they're not just staying in one place, though. They are coming into the workplace, and they're, uh, I've noticed even in the switch in, in, uh, in my uh, area at church, like a majority of people I work with right now are millennials. And so what, um, I guess the, the question, when you work with millennials, how have you had to adjust, you know, with who you are and how you work with them and communicate? What are some things that you have learned first off with how you adjust with how you work with them? Uh, it's been, and it's one of the interesting things about being in a church for 25 years. Hmm. Uh, a lot of the, of the kids that I knew when I came here are now my bosses, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, two of our trustees were, Mm -hmm. were literally not even teenagers when I came here. (laughs) And so now it's like, this is something, something's weird about this. Um, how did you have to adjust to that? Like when you uh, saw that happening, <laughs> I'm sure there's probably a pride of um, I'm excited yeah, about what I, God's wait, been yeah, doing. I'm, I'm excited about uh, the, the the person you have become uh-huh. and, uh, and ex- proud of your journey and all of that. But it is very <laughs> weird when uh, when you know the details that I know of these guys' lives, <laughs> you know, yeah. who they broke up with, who right, broke up with right. them. Right, I'm know. sure that, that would pass through my mind <laughs> yeah, as so, I'm working with them. So that's part. Uh, but but the, the, other, uh, the other part of that is, is, is that these, a lot of the millennials I work with are incredibly smart hmm. and incredibly good at what they do. Yeah. And so... Um, I think uh, I think one of the things I had to understand is that their world is very, very different from my world. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, when I was growing up, the Vietnam War was coming to an end. There was uh, Watergate. Mm-hmm. So we had this real distrust of the government. And, uh, and then the economy got better in the 80s and 90s. And now we're in another time where... We have been, we, we feel like misled by our government, misled mm-hmm. by corporations and Wall Street. And so there's this huge distrust of, uh, of any institution. Mm-hmm. The, no, the millennials do not recognize any institution as having authority. Mm-hmm. You can't say the church says mm-hmm. or the traditional teaching is. Right. Uh, for them, you know, as they would say, that's just a bunch of old white men. <laughs> Uh, and we're not we're not going to listen to that. Who and their world is gone. Hmm. And in, you know, and, and 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 to their credit, they are right. Hmm. The world is drastically different, and it started in the '90s. You know, mm-hmm. we we think that you know, hey, that we've always had the internet was released to the to the public in the early '90s. Hmm. So we're still really really new at this whole internet. Connectivity oh, yeah. stuff. I mean, right. it's and and we're just now kind of finding out. Hey, there's some weird stuff going on here, and we don't know what to do with it right. because it is so young. Well, mm. um, I went and got my taxes today, and my accountant said, "Do you want a paper copy?" Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, because I don't trust 
the digital filing yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I will store it digitally. Right. And if I need to email it somewhere, I can do that. I will still have a paper copy. Hmm. The accountant was laughing and she said, people younger than us don't deal oh, with paper right. at all. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I, I, the, the one thing I had to, to, to learn was uh, the millennials around me are really good at a lot of stuff that I don't know anything about. Hmm. But if I'm effective, but if I want to continue to be effective as a minister and and and, and the role I have, I'm going to have to learn, hmm. which means I'm going to have to let these guys teach me. Hmm. And yeah. uh, you know, you know, you're one of my teachers. Daryl's one of my teachers. Uh, hmm. Uh, you know, a couple of uh, others on our staff, Katie, uh, mm-hmm. are all my teachers. Hey, this is the way this works now. And here's what I here's what I need from you, and here's the way you have to say it mm-hmm. uh, for us to hear it. Right. Uh, here, and and I found out that when you ask for help, uh, they are really eager to show you what they know. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. and and then that starts the relationship. Mm-hmm. So when. Uh, uh, so if I'm dealing with a boomer or a builder, mm-hmm. I start from a position of authority. Okay, that's All interesting. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm Dr. Mike Glenn, senior pastor of Brentwood Baptist Church. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay, that okay. makes sense. Mm-hmm. When I start with a millennial, I start from a position of humility. Hmm. Hey, I noticed you were really good at this. Can you explain this to me? Hmm. Can you? Okay, I heard this group. Who are they, and and, yeah. and why are they? I don't I don't get this this thing of you. And, mm-hmm. and most of the time they 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 laugh a lot and tickle and mm-hmm. can't wait to show you yeah. and can't wait to tell you, and then that forms a relationship. Well, you've removed barriers, right? Yeah. The then levels. they want to find out: Are you the real deal? Hmm. Uh, one thing that shocked me in my work with Kairos uh, was how important my marriage was to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I told him the joke. I always, when I'm at the grocery store, I buy genie flowers. Right. Well, that's 14 bucks. <laughs> you know, but, you know, the joke yeah. is they're cheaper than an attorney. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay. Right. So you go home, you got, you got roses for your wife. I mean, you know, right. you get, that's, a, that's a get out of jail free card there a little <laughs> bit. But here's what happened when I was in Publix. These kids would see me. They would walk over to me and look in my buggy. Mm-hmm. And they would ask me, where are your flowers? Mm. And I would tell them, you get those last. <laughs> because if you put them in here now, they'll get mashed. Right. So you get them last. And more times than not, they would kind of walk around see to if see really if I it. got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because <laughs> they wanted to know if you're the real deal. Mm. And then from the authenticity comes comes the ministry. And then, then they'll come to you and say, hey, I'm trying to figure this out. Right. Uh, help, help me think through it. But it won't be from an institutional role. Mm-hmm. It'll be a very personal role. Hmm. Well, I think um, that, and that may play into uh, this next question I have about um, just millennials tend to be jaded towards church. Or mm-hmm. um, So why do you think that is? And that may play into the authenticity. Well, you have the whole institution. You, okay. have, uh, you have the history of, of the organized church being on the side of power rather mm-hmm. than the side of, uh, you know, in the South where I grew up, the institutional church supported segregation more mm-hmm. times than not. Um, it was a uh, few, especially white churches, mm-hmm. that would have the courage to speak up against, uh, the, uh, speak for civil rights and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. 
Um, so, you know, that's just a small example of what of what they have grown up with. Uh, the, the situation with uh, the sexual morality by certain church leaders and all of that has mm-hmm. just, you know, we're not we're not going to listen to you guys. Um, interestingly enough, while they're frustrated with church, they're fascinated with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that's the case? Uh, well, because Jesus is, uh, as Dallas Willard writes, smartest person to ever live. Mm. And Jesus understands some things about life and reality that only he gets. Mm. And when you talk to them about, okay, I understand about church. Let's forget church. Let's just go talk about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Then they're fascinated about that. So the environment uh, that allows them to be introduced to Jesus that it needs to look different, I would think. Right. Okay. Just what what are you learning about that, about that environment um, that would look different or feel different, or what What was the environment that you saw at Kairos? That uh, well, the Kairos was a lot more conversational. Okay. A lot more conversational, a lot more um, uh, driven by them. The agenda was driven by them. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming on Sunday morning and saying, um, the word of the Lord says, mm-hmm. you would come on Tuesday night with Kairos, you would say, some of you are asking me an interesting question. Okay, yeah. Okay, and uh, and I thought about it, and it occurred to me, you know, Jesus talked about this exact issue mm-hmm. in this story. Now, let's, let's talk oh, about what okay. Jesus said. That's good. Okay, now, now then it turns to, Boy, I, w- I want to know more about Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. Then that talks about the, the conversion and transformation. Mm-hmm. Okay, the best way to do that is being a group. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. best way to serve in a big way is with a lot of groups serving at the same time. And you and come you in the church through yeah. the back door. That's good. But if you start up front with church membership, mm-hmm. hey, we want you to join. You can't do this unless you're a member. Mm-mm. No, they're See out. Yeah. They're gone. <laughs> Thanks for listening in on the conversation. If you want to find out more about Dr. Mike Lynn, you can go to MikeLynnOnline.com or you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Glenn. You can also download a free copy of 170 Ways to Love Your Spouse on his website, MikeLynnOnline.com. 